Well, top of the afternoon to your son's jamsters, and welcome to the second annual Jammy Awards. Matthew, that was a bad Irish accent, I know, <laughs> and for that, I'm sorry. No, you're fine, dude. No one can do it as good as you, uh, but everyone, welcome to the Jammies. It's jammy season, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh. So the regular season <laughs> is over. This is something that we started doing last year. It's our end of year awards. And we actually had our preseason jammies. We had like all-star jammies. We had like uh, the week in which the Suns were no longer playing because of COVID jammies. But all mm -hmm. we're going to really talk about today is the jammies uh, at the end of the year. We're going to walk everybody through kind of some of our weird and quirky awards and start dishing out some hardware to some people who've really done a good job earning these things. Yeah, they went out there. They hustled their butt off. We paid attention and they've earned these creative awards. Yes, and we have some uh, special guests too tonight. I'm yes, we have some special guests joining us is the Fanning the Flames guys. You might recognize them from the parking lot. <laughs> From a couple episodes ago here on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Welcome to Dervish of World and So Says Jay. Welcome. What up, Fanning the Flames? Oh, we got a guest. I, Another guest. I feel like I should be offended by the way you just uh, framed lot. us. You remember them from the parking lot. The parking lot, boys. <laughs> What's going on tonight, guys? Thank you, you for know. having us. I'm sorry I didn't realize it was a black tie affair. Otherwise, I would have dressed accordingly. Although, I did wear my 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 favorite son's hat for this particular occasion. That's how important you guys are to me. Just so you know. Appreciate Shouldn't it. this really be a pajama jam? Yeah, it should. I just realized that right now. <laughs> Next year. All the jammies talk did make me a little sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> jammies okay note to self maybe next year for the preseason jammies we'll all get together in our pajamas to celebrate the jammy awards so uh before I, I we get you can if you want uh we will definitely <laughs> uh block out your screen and make you audio only we'll do so our best <laughs> we'll try we'll block you out. so uh for those of you who are watching along live, thank you. If you're joining us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, it's appreciated. You're in for one hell of a ride. If you're watching this later, you're going to get that same ride too. Uh, if you want to, you can go ahead and subscribe, hit the thumbs up button. If you're listening on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network, please subscribe, rate, and review. It's where you get all the best Phoenix Suns content on the interwebs. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew on Twitter at Matthew Lissy. And why don't you guys walk us through where the people can follow you guys? I'm on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. <laughs> I'm at Dervish of World. And our pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And we put out, I think, four episodes this season. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, killer. <laughs> Really cranking what, away what, what, there. What, unless, unless anybody from Vox is listening, then we've totally put out way more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, on on that note, I'm gonna pop open an ice cold Finnish long drink. Beautiful. I don't know if anyone else is drinking for the, you for the jammies. Do you guys have anything else? Anything you're drinking? I have a Lacroix. Okay. I okay. also have okay. a Lacroix. Oh, oh my gosh! Wow, How adorable is that? Not as adorable as this. Whoa, I brought back what? the vodka crayon. The vodka vodka crayon. crayon Look the at the size of that straw. I couldn't Look, find any scissors to cut it. Did so. you put in three drops of crayon? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sugar. <laughs> well, drink them if you got them, ladies and gentlemen. Cheers. And let's uh, let's start this pot off right.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the 2021 Jammy End of Year Awards. Now, I'm not going to lie, fellas. One of the reasons I enjoy hosting a podcast, one of the reasons I started a podcast is simply to do end of year awards and make up funny names for those awards. So this is a big moment. I love these things. I think it's funny. I think it's stupid. Matthew, what do you think of the jammies? Is it the reason why we started the podcast or what? Exactly. You have to have it. But um, ours are a little bit more creative, right? They're not exactly your typical awards. So it's a little bit different. I hope uh, everyone at home can keep up. They might be a little bit hard to track, but just do your best, guys, and have fun tonight, right? And you know, if you're watching along live in the chat, go ahead and as we announce the different awards, you can uh, let us know who you think should win the award. The way that we do it is we say who is going to win, who we think, not who we think, who gets the award. It's not it's not preseason jammy time anymore. We are dishing these awards out. We're saying who gets it for the Suns and who gets it for the NBA. So we're kind of doing both. So and maybe in some cases it's both. Maybe it's Chris Paul gets the Big Dick Book Award for both the team and the NBA. I don't know. And we've invited the Fanny of the Flames guys here to join us so we get their perspective as well. So it's going to be really fun. Uh, if you got any questions, let us know. But I think without further ado, gentlemen, I'm going to introduce, officially introduce the Jammies. All right, bringing it back. I probably nice. probably some copyright infringement there. I feel uh, great now, man. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm amped up. I'm ready to go. So, without further ado, we are going to dish out our first piece of hardware: the Acid Jeans Award for the most washed player, aka how is this guy getting minutes? All right, the acid. That's good, John. Award. Oh yeah, really it gets good. good. Really it gets good. Went up a notch, dude. Okay. Yeah, I used to just do video frames of these things or, or little overlays. No, I got videos for every one of these. Uh, we're gonna laugh. We're gonna cry. We're gonna be like, John, you have way too much time on your hand. Um, <laughs> I wasn't so the, gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had a day off from work after they came home from Laughlin yet today. Someone needed a way to spend the time. So, uh, Matthew, I'll start with you. Acid Wash Jeans Award winner, a.k.a. for the most washed player, and how's this guy getting minutes? Before the season, you said for the Suns, it was Etwan Moore, and for the league, it was Trevor Ariza. How do you feel now? Oh, man, with the Suns, I'm not going with anybody. I'm just, no one takes home this award because everyone on that bench, each one more just hit a freaking game winner last game. So, no way I'm going to give it to him. NBA-wise, I'm going to give it to uh, Trevor Ariza still because he is still getting minutes and I hate his ass. So he deserves the award this year. And uh, yeah, just as simple as that, man. As long as this award is going on, as long as he is playing in the NBA, he gets this award every year. Okay, Justin, what do you think? Can I just say, first of all, when Matthew right there just kind of skipped over giving a negative type award to his son... I didn't realize I could do that. I'm stoked now. Thank you. <laughs> I I was I was scrambling. I'm like I don't know. Uh, I make my own rules though. <laughs> what, what's 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 his face who was with the team for like a week and then started for the Lakers somehow and then went to another team. 
Damian Jones. Thank you. And, uh, there it is. Wow. What, as the boogie trend says was, in the chat. Was that, yeah. Were you doing it on purpose? Did you know where I was going? Anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I, around the league, and I'm going to say this guy only because I just need to acknowledge the fact that this happened recently. Adonis Haslam, man. Yeah. yeah. I yep. mean, holy Not crap, he's in the league. Holy yeah, crap, I'm he's getting it. minutes. Yeah. And holy crap, he's getting he's using those minutes in a way that entertains everybody. I love it. So Did he get I, that's ejected? who I go with. Yeah, he got yeah. ejected. In like yeah, in a minute. six minutes. One Not minute. Even. One minute. Jesus. <laughs> One minute. I, that I, might have been his only minute played this season. I'm not 100% on It was. On it is. It was. The last three years. <laughs> How funny is that? Last three that, years? Wow. He was He was actually my preseason uh, Acid Jeans Award winner was Udonis Haslam. And Damian Jones was my preseason one for the Suns. I'm like, I don't know how oh. either of these guys are getting minutes. Uh, I've shifted mine, but I'll let go. Paul go ahead as, as he sips his LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> LaCroix. Uh, it, it, it's like LaCroix. White Claw without the booze. LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> So, so who are you dishing it out to, Paul? So, for the for the Suns, I didn't count Damian Jones because I was going on based on who was on the team at the end of the year. And like Matthew, I, none of none of our players are washed. A couple of them look like they probably should be washed because they look like they're forty. And <laughs> so, I was going to say uh, DeAndre Ayton and Langston Galloway. They <laughs> okay. look like they're forty-five. I'll take that. <laughs> I can understand that. I mean, De- uh, DeAndre Ayton, 22 years old, but sometimes he plays with the lulling speed of a Udonis Haslam. No, right? I understand, I understand all this. Oh, right in the here. face, in the face, in the face. Uh, it looks ancient. <laughs> ancient shit. didn't work. But so for, for 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 the NBA though, I'm going. I'm going for the most athletic hands in the NBA. I'm going for Jared Dudley. Oh, okay. Mm. Did he get any minutes right. this year? He, he did. did. He yeah, he tore ACL or something. He he tore something oh, or other, and like yeah, he right. just came back. Like he played in like their last game. Mm-hmm. And interesting. Cool. I didn't even really see. Let's see. He had a total of twelve games played. So yeah, he definitely qualifies. And how the hell is Jared Dudley getting minutes? I guess uh, it's all part of the Lakers. It, it, the Lakers are just trying to create the narrative that they're like, oh man. We're wounded. We're hurt. We're yeah. seventh seed. And he's uh. back just in time for the Suns. How convenient. Yeah. Huh? Vegas ain't falling for it, though. The, the Lakers are plus 450 to win the title, which is second best in the league. So uh, interesting what some of the people are saying in the chat. Uh, let's see here. You have Dario Saric is getting uh, getting some love. Stewie Dewey in the chat. <laughs> oh, come on. Roy. He's uh, Stewie Dewey says big butt Saric. Okay, uh, he's washed. Big you know. So, and again, the boogie trend says Damian Jones. So, uh, the fan of the Flames guys just left. Just, yeah, I guess they, <laughs> just, <laughs> want to see a movie together or what? What's going on? We're actually in Wrath of Man, door, like really room, good. next door to each other. Yeah, yeah, he's in the room. That was, yeah, that was a good one. Um, it's all it, it's all a facade. It is, it is really hard when it comes to the Suns. And again, my preseason pick was Damian Jones. Obviously, he's not on the team. And it, it, I don't know if I can give it to anybody who's a star, who's a member of the Phoenix Suns right now because none of them are really washed. I, I get what Paul's saying. If you look at some of their faces, yeah, they have some, some old-looking faces. So um, I guess relative to uh, using cocoa butter or something, they're washed. But I think that for the most part, the, the guys are... Everybody contributes, and, and Dario Sarch does look washed. So, so I can see that as a valid point from some of our our jamsters who are watching along live with us. 
Uh, but for league wide, I give it. So I give it to no one for the Suns. I'm like, I'm like Matthew. Uh, I'm, I'm like Justin. I'm pussing out on that one. I don't think I can give it. No one on this team looks washed. Everybody's contributing. Everybody uh, helped this team get to 51 wins. If this was like a 34 win team, we'd probably have a list of four guys that were like, dude, this guy's washed. Get him out of here. But league wide, I'm going with Andre Iguodala. Uh, he's 37 years old. He played in 63 games this year. So, you know, unlike Jared Dudley, who had 12 games, he had 63 games, 21.3 minutes, and has an offensive rating of 105.6. 4.4 points per game, 2.3 assists per game, and 3.5 rebounds per game. Yes, I did my research. Um, I just think that Andre Iguodala, I get why he's getting the opportunity to play. You know, there's been COVID. There's been injuries in Miami. Uh, but the dude just looks washed. Whenever I watch him play, you know, it's crazy to think he's 37. Like, he was at U of A, you know, almost 20 years ago, man. So, mm-hmm. Matthew, you're messing with things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was trying to find my uh, real wash guy. I was going to show this guy. Ricky. He's washed. He's washed. <laughs> yeah. I know you had to organize so well. Yeah, it's very whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, my God. I did not. I just that that stunned me. That just stunned me. <laughs> That's a real commercial. <laughs> was, yeah. well, I I know that. I just did not expect to encounter it right now, today, Sorry. maybe ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's part well, of our I'm, life. That's I'm part not of our complaining. Life. I'm just I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's absolutely beautiful, is what it is. So, well, let's move on to our next award, the Skeleton Key Award. For the player who unlocks everything for his team. Yo, boob. <laughs> what? It's Skeletor, man. It's a little before oh. your time, Matthew. Um, hey, it's coming back Netflix. Like July is it really? 23rd. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I know what it is. Like brand new, uh, directed by Kevin Smith. Of course, oh, it's directed cool. by Kevin okay. Smith. Yeah. It looks yeah. amazing. Oh my gosh! That's if if you're fantastic. a child of the '80s, yes, He Man. Oh man, that's gonna be fantastic. I was He Man for Halloween for like six years straight. <laughs> you know, from like twelve six. to like seventeen, like right before Justin. <laughs> you're lucky you clarified right there because I was going to ask you what you were going to be next year. <laughs> I grew up with He Man uh, bed sheets on my bed for years, for like ten years, because we didn't. Yeah. My mom never bought me new bed sheets, so I was like 12 years <laughs> I'm old. I'm glad I missed all this. Yeah, the He-Man stuff. Oh, I man, He-Man was live fantastic. It. Yeah. But clearly, the skele- Paul, Paul, clearly the tan- the tangent thing is is us. It's obviously <laughs> it's us, like, no matter where we are. <laughs> can't, can't avoid a good tangent. It's the fanning the flames way. <laughs> no, all right, well, yep. I'll bring it back. So uh, the skeleton is the flames. For the, for, the, for the guy who unlocks everything on his team. Justin, who do you have for the Suns? <laughs> And who do you have in the NBA? Oh, man. I mean, Chris Paul's the obvious answer, I feel. Um, and I was prepared to go less obvious. Well, I wasn't prepared. I was expecting to have to go less obvious, thinking I wouldn't get to go first and somebody else would pick Chris Paul. But they didn't. I, I got to go first, so I got to Chris, take Chris Paul. Chris Paul would be my pick. I mean, I don't need to say why. The reasons are obvious. And that's Suns and NBA. I mean, that's that. Mm-hmm. Too easy, too easy. All right, Paul, what do you think? Give us a tangent. I'm actually, I'm, I'm going Mikhail because it's Ooh. when Mikhail is on that the whole offense sings. Like Chris Paul can do his thing no matter how. Like he's the guy. Him and Book are the guys who like will like keep us going 
even when like nothing else is clicking. But when Mikhail starts clicking, it some it makes all that other stuff hum. And for the NBA, for the NBA, I'm gonna have to go off the top because not gonna lie, I misread the instructions and I only did some <laughs> stuff. So I'm Damn coming it. up with NBA as we no. go. You gotta take this stuff <laughs> seriously, dude. <laughs> Not that I, I misread the instructions. Joking, I don't think I put NBA in the instructions. Yeah, you, you definitely did. It was pretty clear, too. <laughs> I was in the middle of the work day. I was looking at a lot of spreadsheets. But um, so for the NBA, I mean, I'd probably say James Harden. Because okay. he, what he's like, I mean, I hate to say it, but. Yeah, tell the Rockets that. Are you insane? No, I wait. <laughs> On the Nets, I mean, when like when he moved over to the Nets, I mean, I know it's only been like twelve games that the three of those guys played together, but yeah. hit, hit, basically him playing point and Kyrie playing shooting guard, it just like it covers up the flaws of like all of them. I mean, they've got like some ridiculous net rating of like forty or something stupid like that. Yeah, he was insane this year. He was an MVP yeah. candidate when he played him and Kyrie, but. No, he wasn't. For the Nets. For the Nets, yeah. When he played when he, for the when Nets. He played. Yeah. For the Nets, not yes. the Rockets. The Rockets no. is like so many negative points. I already forgot that, about like, the Rockets part. I already forgot about that. That was so bad what he did to the Rockets. He unlocked like the, the keys to the Wendy's down the street. No, no he unlocked the keys to the strip club. Yes. <laughs> there you go. He loved- <laughs> Titties and tater tots don't mix. Yes, they do. <laughs> No, Sorry, for you. All right, I hope your kids aren't watching, dude. Yeah, I told right, you. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's not I mean, gonna get. It's it, it's not gonna get better. I tell you that. Uh, I do like the Mikhail Bridges take. I do like. I do yeah, too. I really do because I, I I get what you're saying. You know, CP3 is the obvious answer there, and he was my preseason pick, and he's my end of year pick too. But now, like, now that I heard Paul's point of view, I really, I really think that's an interesting thing. Cause like it's expected with CP three. Cause you look at this lineup compared to last year. And the only major starting piece that's different, obviously is Chris Paul. And we went from 34 wins to 51 wins in, you know, the 73 game season last year, 72 this year. So a big, big uptick in, in W's. And a lot of that's due to the performances of Chris Paul, but you're right. You know, we always say we go as Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson go. And when Mikhail Bridges starts, executing offensively outside of his normal defensive capabilities. Like the team is completely different. He starts hitting threes. He starts getting out in the, in the, uh, the fast break, man, it's a different team, but I'm going to go with CP three just because of the win total increase and him being the only starting piece that changed Uh, for the, for the league. I actually, I'm going with Jokic. And the only reason I'm going with Jokic is because after Jamal Murray got injured, he really showcased, like, listen, I've got to do everything for this team. I have to unlock every aspect of this team to get to every level that we want to do. And they kept winning. And I just, I didn't think that he necessarily had it in him. I know he's a very skilled player. It's a very boring player to watch. Uh, but he's also somebody who does a great job unlocking the potential of those around him with his passing ability, with his ability to uh, have gravity and put the defense in compromising situations. So that's that's who I have. Matthew... Who are you giving the Skeleton Key Award to? Suns, it's a CP3 for sure. But I was also thinking, I'm surprised none of the Jamsters mentioned it, Jay Crowder, how much of a connector he is on the court too and unlocking a lot defensively and with those big-time three-point shots. <laughs> like seriously, he's he's won a lot of games for us this year. But it's got to be CP3 for sure. He, he wins the games for us if he needs to. He does what he needs to every game. 
basically offensively, defensively, he's there. Whenever he needs to pick it up, he can pick it up. Um, NBA, NBA league-wide, I'm going to go – I did pick LaMelo Ball at All-Star break. I'm actually going to choose him still just because I think like he's earned it. I think he gave the Hornets – the Hornets fans a reason to actually believe in this team. Whether or not they tonight. Stayed. I know exactly. And I was just going to bring that up. They got, yeah, they got spanked. And he's a rookie. I think he did a lot more than what people expected. He put the Hornets on the map to where people actually care about them. At one time, they were actually a really, really good fucking team. Oh, sorry. I don't know. Why did I say that? That's how because passionate I am. you had a little bit of booze, man. Matthew has yeah, one the cran, It's hitting hard, dude. That cran is hitting hard. <laughs> dude, he becomes a sailor. Ah, I'm disgusted. I think it's too much sugar is what it is. Yeah, he's, he's got a <laughs> sugar high. Oh, he's outside the walls, dude. Um, but yeah, LaMelo for sure. I think it's just because he unlocked them as a team, as a whole for the, for the rest of the league. You know, we're actually talking about the Hornets nowadays, so he's deserving of it. Okay. I could definitely see that he's somebody who has the ability to, uh, create, I mean, his passing alone is fantastic. He's fun to watch. Uh, I'm definitely going to be bringing him up a little bit later in the show. Uh, Roy, one of our jamsters watching along, he says the juice or CP three. So, uh, the Juice fan in the Flames, if you don't know, that's what we hear call uh, Tory Craig. And I really like what he's done with the second team unit, so I can see that as well. He's uh, he's helped. He, essentially, what he's done is he's he did what Mar- Dario Sarch was supposed to do, was unlock that second team unit and, and allow them to have a physical yeah, presence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dario, I'm, I'm really kind of disappointed in you. So on to the next <laughs> award, ladies and gentlemen. On to the next award. The Mad Max Most Improved Player Award. Okay, that was called for. No, but you see how bad that movie was? That's why the (laughs) Mad Max Award is called the Most Improved Player Award. Because the first Mad Max was complete and utter garbage. And by the time they hit Thunderdome, it's like this amazing movie. And now they've got Fury Road. I mean, they're just such awesome movies. But you go back and you watch the first one, and that's what you get. You get just really bad cinematography and a lady getting run over. And just like, it's just, it's not good. So that's the reason why the Mad Max Award is named the Mad Max Award. And it is for most improved player. So we'll start with Paul on this one. Who do you have for the Suns? And you know what? Let's go NBA. Should be he's all doing his there. homework in between us. He's looking up statistics. I'm like on the spot. Like, shh, I don't remember any players on any teams. Um, for this, for the Suns. I mean, I mean, you're putting these in like a bad order for me, man. Because I'm going McHale again. That's not bad though. Yeah, I know, but I just feel like I want to mix it up. Because <laughs> the next one you throw out there, maybe McHale again. Because I got him on here a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for the for the NBA, it's got to be Julius Randle. Does anyone here not yeah. have Julius Randle for the Mad Max Award? Yeah. Okay. So we all agree. That's I take that <laughs> silence as we all agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. Julius Randle obviously he will win the Most Improved Player Award this year. It's been fantastic for the Knicks. Uh, so I think the McHale conversation is the one we can have. So the, the, I'll, yeah. I'll just say the only guy to maybe get a little bit of. Uh, uh, a little bit of props for some consideration. Maybe, maybe uh, Jeremy Grant still coming off. I know he's starting in Detroit now, is he? Or is he coming off the bench still? No, he, he's he been starting off on all year. Fire, but I haven't heard a word about yeah. him forever. But yeah, it became like a off? really great season for him. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, oh, they're a sucky hmm. team. So it doesn't matter. So, but he's for still it. there doing his thing. Well, not anymore. 
season's over. <laughs> Los Phoenix. Anyway, Suns I, I us, take uh, that you guys are the best after the game after the game recap show. So we appreciate that, Los Ooh. Phoenix Suns. Uh, no, I, so I actually, at the beginning of the season, I had Dario as the guy who I thought would win the man max award. And I had Tyler hero. Uh, I was way off on Tyler hero. (laughs) Way way off. That guy had a season from, uh, garbage land USA. And I actually mid season, I had Jeremy Grant as the most improved player. But as you mentioned, they didn't play well. He stopped playing well. He did get injured for a little bit. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, he kind of fell off. So obviously, uh, I think that Julius Randle quickly overtook him and, and deservedly so. We'll probably make an All-NBA second or third team this year as well. Um, I will say for the Suns, I'm going to actually give it to Campaign. And I know that it's it's kind of an interesting – it's a stretch, okay? Because Campaign was only a member of the Phoenix Suns for eight se- or eight games last year, and he was great in those games. But I think that the way that he solidified our backup point guard position – a position that we thought coming into this season would be problematic. We're like, okay, campaign's okay, but is he a true point guard? Like we're used to having Chris Paul on the on the court. We're going to be used to having Chris Paul on the court. We have a true distributor and a guy who plays defense. Campaign's more offensively minded. We've seen what happens with more offensively minded backup point guards for in recent Phoenix Suns history. They just don't have the capacity to carry an offense. And campaign has really done a fantastic job. Not you know he's not the great distributor, but he's a change of pace guy. He's a guy who can play defense. He's a guy who has high energy. He hits threes with the ugly, one of the ugliest shots in the NBA. And I'm thoroughly and utterly uh, pleased with his performances this year. And I, I absolutely love campaign. I never thought I would when I would love campaign the way that I do. He really is somebody who you know. And, and when we talked about the skeleton key award, I'm surprised no one said campaign because he does unlock that second team offense. But uh, that's where I went. Matthew, before the season began, you said Javon Carter and Lonzo Ball. So I said Tyler Hero, <laughs> oh you said God, Lonzo Ball. Dude. Okay. Holy smokes. Okay. Um, well, with this one, I'm actually going to – it's so tough with this team, honestly. I mean, besides Julius Randle, that, NBA-wise, it has to be him. But um, I'm going to do Mikel, too. I was actually originally going to say Mikel. But honestly, DeAndre Ayton, over the season span, I know a lot of hate. Sometimes people get in here and get drunk and talk about trading him. But there's – his growth over the season, it's be- it's become remarkable to where he's almost not even talked about really with the eight and watch that we do in a negative tone, except for the last time John went off on him. But yeah. over the season, he's improved so much. He really has. He's helped his team when it needed against really good teams. But I'm going to say Mikhail Bridges overall. He's just, he's turned into the player where it's just like, this might be our best player going two years from now, might be our best player on the team. In his fifth year, he might be the best player on the team. And even with Booker still on the team, he has a chance to be that good, I think. But this year, his leap, media-wise, everyone worldwide knows his name now. So um, he's he's getting the recognition he deserves right now. What do you guys think about that? Um, I you know I'm I'd go with you, John. I'd go campaign. And here's one reason why too. Dude played in China last season, like China. 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 And then played a few games in the G League and got signed by the Suns. Was it during the break or was it just yeah. before? It was right before the bubble. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, and then plays great in the bubble and all of a sudden is an integral cog in the number hmm, number two seed oh. in the West. Oh. It actually Are you going to change saying. your Twitter yet? That's I mean. literally the first time I've said that out loud and it, it pained me. <laughs> 
We can change my Twitter name. Uh, yeah, it's NBA still there. Champs. It's still. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I, I need to. I need to think about it. I've. I've. I've gotten so used to one seed. For one day, you should change. Change it to two seed. Maybe people will just think I'm a, a jazz fan at heart. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you gotta be careful with that, man. The whole time. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what about for the league? Who is the most uh, approved? Oh, you, oh, you said Julius Randle. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'll go with Randall too. I mean, yeah, I threw I threw Grant out there, and then immediately was like, to be fair, I also started getting confused. We were talking about six man. I was like, wait, six man or improved? And then, but anyway, Julius Randall. Yeah, cool. So Roy in the chat says nobody's saying Javon Carter. Damn. Hmm. So for most improved well, player, why why is Javon? Yeah, Matthew thought it at the beginning of the season that he was going to be. Why did nobody say Javon Carter? Because he doesn't. He didn't improve at all. He's yeah, just Javon yeah. Carter. He's the same yeah, guy from the bubble. Same guy from last year. So still yeah, I haven't seen anything that makes me think he brings more to the table at this point than he did nah, previously. He's still really good off our bench. I love him. I just unimproved yeah he's pretty pretty static if you will and renzo uh greetings from uruguay guys wow thank you for joining us lissy send my regards to kendall so matthew mm-hmm. secretly too. dating kendall jenner on the side so yeah so there you go there's the mad max award it's on to our next award the matthew's dad sixth man of the year award you know that last three he looked around he's going to be like the new Devin booker and find somebody he like Man, fuck this. <laughs> I love that so much. I, I love that. God, dude. Man, fuck this. I don't know what he said Sorry. on that, but it sounded like he said, Sorry, man, kids. fuck this. So uh, that's the Matthews Dad <laughs> Sixth Man of the Year Award. Uh, it's my turn to go first. So yep. in, in the preseason, I said it would be Dario uh, for the Suns, and I said Jordan Clarkson for the league. I am changing that to campaign because, again, I think that he has provided the most consistent offense and defense coming into the Suns' second-team unit. Uh, And I'm sticking with Jordan Clarkson, who's probably most likely going to win it, although Jordan Clarkson did fall off a little bit at the end of the season. I think a lot of people kind of unlocked the fact that he's an ISO player. I know that when we had a game against the Jazz and I was monitoring the SLC Dunk SB Nation site, a lot of Utah Jazz fans do not like Jordan Clarkson simply for the fact that he is a ball hog and doesn't have team play in him. So I'm interested to see if he actually wins the Sixth Man of the Year award. Uh, but those are my picks, Campaign and Jordan Clarkson. Matthew, before the season began, you said D uh, Dario with Javon yeah. Carter, an honorable mention, and Danilo Gallinari. Where do you yeah. stand now? Uh, well, Gallinari's picked it up. I don't know if he's starting or he's off the bench, but that team's been a lot better since then. I think mid at the mid-year point where we're like, holy shit, that's a bad pick. But honestly, right now, it's going to be campaign for the Suns, for mm-hmm. sure. Saric, actually, I think uh, one of these pods, I picked him to be sixth man of the year for the NBA, which did not happen. But yeah. I honestly think that right now, Jordan Clarkson, of course, I think you just have to go to him. I, you know, I'm not going to do the research of like, oh, this guy scored maybe one more point more than him, but he's the guy that's automatically get this award. So, got to hand it over to him. Pod one, two, three, four says Joe Ingles is a better six man on the he, same team. Yeah, he is pretty freaking good, dude. He's right there with um, Jordan Clarkson, I think. You on can't like, have wise. two candidates for the six man award on the same team. They set they cancel each other out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but isn't that didn't Montrez Harrell win it last year when Lou Williams was also another uh, candidate? Sure. Um, yeah, maybe. Well, no, we, we just made seventh man of the year award. We need I to do mean, that. 
That'll what? be one of our next things. What like one of our new awards <laughs> will be like the eighth man of the year award. The eighth man, fifteenth <laughs> yeah. man of the year, fifteenth yeah, man of the year award. You know, if they just, right. if they just changed it to like you know reserve of the year, it would, it would solve all of these problems. But it would. You're right <laughs> for sure. You're right, Justin. What do you think? Um, you know, I I think I can't argue with campaign with your guys' campaign picks, uh, but just for the sake of in the very least of being a little different. I'll go with a different cam, uh, Cameron Johnson. Uh, okay, I think, okay. you know, I, I think, I, and I was really close to saying him, frankly, for most improved. My only thing with him is the, the, the flashes we've seen while they've been more consistent, they haven't been as consistent as we like them. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like you look back at the bubble, you see him yeah. taking the ball, uh, putting on the floor, slashing to the rim every now and then, He's doing that a little bit more now, but again, not as frequently, but at, <coughs> excuse me, at any rate. Uh, yeah, but I still think at the same time, what he brings to the team is his shooting ability. He's another one of those guys, like you said earlier, as, it, as, as he goes, the team tends to go as well. When you see him starting to struggle like he did over, you know, the, the 10 games or so before he took some time off, you know, the team has some ups and downs as well. So uh, I, I think I'll go with, I'll go with Cam just for the sake of saying, he, he he's a little bit different of an answer. And, and I think also, you know, look at his defensive abilities too. something never, nobody ever expected out of him. At least I certainly didn't, you know, you see him coming in, you think he's a shooter. Great. We've got the best shooter in the draft. Fantastic. And he's showing other dimensions to that game too. So I'll go him and then NBA, I'll go ahead and say Clarkson as well. I think uh, he's probably the hands down odds on favorite at this point. So no reason to go outside the box with that one as much as it'd be nice to say somebody that's not playing on that particular squad. All right. All right. Cam Johnson's a tough one for me just because I think that his fall off was so frustrating at the end of the season. Uh, you know him, he had all the opportunities and he'll continue to have the opportunities. And then, you know, I really hope that he's back for the playoffs because I think that we will go as far as he will let us go. He's going to be, he's going to have the chance to make a lot of big shots in the playoffs. And I hope that he has those opportunities because it's going to allow him the chance to grow uh, and get experience. It's going to be valuable for this team next season. You know, I think that regardless of what happens this season, next season is going to be the, the, the year where we really could make a splash and get some experience this year and use that experience to be effective uh, next year. You know, you look at his numbers overall, uh, especially his per 36 numbers this year, Cam Johnson really flat to what he did last year. His three point shooting was a little bit down. Uh, But like you said, when he was on this year, he was on and man, was he fun to watch. And, and one thing I'll just say about Cam too, is he didn't really have a chance to hit that rookie wall, you know? Um, when he would have maybe started to get there, we had, you know, the pandemic and six months off or whatever the heck it was, right? Three months mm-hmm. off. Uh, so I I wondered when he started to hit those low points, when he had that 10-game stretch where he was shooting like 20% from three, starting to think, I'm wondering if he's hitting that wall. Then he also started to think, how bad is the injury? Is he really out because it's truly injured or are they giving him a little bit of time and that's the reason they're giving? And I think Gambo today was reporting that, they're expecting that Cam and, and uh, DA are both going to be ready to go. So hopefully he he got a little bit of, of rest, maybe gets past that rookie rookie wall, and and we see more of what we saw early in the season from in the playoffs. 
Yeah, and how great is that too for the Suns really to tell them like, hey, just you know, sit these games out, heal up that arm because we're going to need you for the playoffs because every Suns fan knows how valuable he is when he is hot. So for him to sit down, it, it took a lot of guts for him to do that because I feel like it was hard for him to sit because he wanted to play so much, you know? So for him to sit, took a lot out of him, I think. But he'll be, be- he'll be better for the playoffs. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, people yeah, react better than, uh, than, than Bledsoe getting asked to sit. <laughs> I would yeah. hope so. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Paul, who are you dishing it out to? Different situation. Um, I am actually not going to pick a jazz player. Um, nice. I'm All right. going with Derek Rose. Okay. Yeah. Good pick. Good pick. What website did you get that off of? <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> Matthew's got no, jokes. But, like, actually, he was the first name that – the first name that came to my mind outside of the Jazz because you know they've got Ingles and Clarkson and it's I just I feel weird like you know because they, they steal votes from each other so they're not you know yeah so I was like okay who who else is truly a six man and is truly like he's the guy who kind of lifts up that second unit or like kind of like how camp campaign is for us who's my pick for six man for us which makes sense. You know, I think we were all uh, kind of across the board on that one. So I like those picks. It's a sweet, it's a clean Jalen sweep Rose. for the cams, three campaigns and a cam Johnson. So, and I apologize. It looks like people who are uh, watching along are saying that we are lagging outside of the Valley podcast. Thank you for the Valley podcast for joining us. Uh, they said there's no lag there. So don't know what's going on. I'm looking at my internet. It looks like it's, it's going strong. So it's probably whenever you get more people on the same stream, it'll slow it down a little bit. That's just the way that the world works. So Justin's fault. Damn it, Justin. It's always Justin's it's, it's for sure Paul's internet. I think this actually <laughs> solves a, a, a multi-year-long mystery. I've always been wondering. Because you guys sound fine to me, but Paul's yeah. lagging. Yeah, oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, but the nice thing is our audio isn't lagging. So for those of you who are listening to this, uh, I hope you're enjoying it. For those watching, I'm sorry. On to the next award. <laughs> the Bob Gunton Defensive Player of the Year Put your trust in the Lord. Your ass belongs to me. All right. The Defensive Player of the Year. The Bob Gunton Award. The man who played the warden in the Shawshank Redemption. Named this award after the fact that Mikhail Bridges is the warden. That's what inspired this. Uh, Matthew, preseason, you mm-hmm. gave it to Mikhail Bridges. And NBA-wise, you gave it to Ben Simmons. And I have in my notes, Matthew. I wrote Matthew stated that the Sixers would be the best team in the East this year preseason. Congratulations, Matthew. You were oh, correct. Thanks. I I got one thing right. I berated right? you on that. I remember. I was like, are you yeah. fucking crazy? The <laughs> yeah, Nets? Crazy. You know, I pick a Sixers and Suns championship too. So I'm sticking with that. But for this right. award, I'm not moving on any of it. I think Ben Simmons wins it this year. Everyone's kind of sick of Gobert. You know, it's kind of like Giannis. Giannis won the MVP back-to-back years. He's still having an amazing season, not as good this year but still on a really great team and it's a better team this year so he's most valuable too but you can't really go with colbert i think again this year he's just so boring and people are so frustrated with him and his name they really are like if you think about the jazz you think about colbert you think about how annoying and uh how he's something i didn't want to say but honestly (laughs) he is the guy that i don't want to pick and i want to just pick ben sims because he's a center right now playing against guards playing against anybody on the court he can do a lot out there a lot of people don't notice and i think that he holds it down defensively for them. Joel Embiid, too, a close second, but Ben Simmons for sure is Defensive Player of the Year this year. And then Mikael Bridges. Yep. Uh, okay. Doubt, right? Okay, Justin, what are you thinking? 
You know, I'll I'll go with Ben Simmons for the NBA also. Um, yeah, go Biff. Dude. I know. <laughs> hey, can you shut Stand down like, the NBA? Yeah, like the only thing that yeah that guy can't defend against COVID, I guess. So there, he doesn't get it for that. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we'll go there. Um, so yeah, yeah, he ben, blocked ben, ben. everybody from making money. <laughs> oh man, that is hysterical. Oh, Paul, that's the other way though. Then, then you would give him the award. Come on, man. Yeah. Anyway, oh. um, for the Suns, uh, yeah, it, it's either Mikhail or it's Aiton, uh, and I'll go with Da, uh, just because I think Da, as as a whole to the whole squad, brings more to them defensively, just in terms of. Uh, you know, more, more, more of a team defensive aspect to things than uh, Mikhail, obviously. And obviously he has aspects of that too, but I look at Mikhail and see a lot more of the one-on-one who am I going to, if I'm going to put Mikhail on, you know, their best score. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. I'm going to do that. Uh, and DA I know is going to hold down the paint uh, and do whatever he needs to do to make sure that the rim is protected uh, and improve everybody else around him defensively uh, simply by his presence. So I'll go DA for the Suns. Okay. So we got a Mikhail, we got a DA. What are you thinking, Paul? We're getting two McHales. Okay. I Makes mean, sense. like you said, this this award is named after him. If he doesn't win the award, it's, you know, and he's earned it. He truly has. I mean, he DA, DA has made a ton of strides, and I agree with that. And, I mean, like, Crowder's been great. Campaign has been great. I mean, the way he, like, will, like, D up freaking Zion um, and get the rebound – um, has been yeah, great. So I mean, has been fan. He's been one of our best interior post defenders. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. But I, on, I still Mario. look at Da in like a year or two. I wouldn't. I could see him taking this award. Um, but right now he's still on that upward trajectory where Mikhail's just further up on that upward trajectory and just definitely kind of controls that defense out there. Um, from the NBA standpoint, this one was really, honestly, my hardest because, like, of all those top candidates, I hate them all. Yeah. Like, just as basketball players. So it's, like, hard to uh, award Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Clint Capella. Why are they all big guys? <laughs> you know, you could, th- like, if LeBron had played all season, you- you'd throw him in there. I know Justin would have hated that. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew would have loved it. <laughs> yeah. So who do you give it to? So um, I'm going to take a DNP coach's decision on this one. Okay. Okay. Pushed out. Okay. Copy that. Uh, Paul pushed down on the defensive player of the year. That's a, um, that's a weird. To- that's a weird time to make that choice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the, for the sake of argument, I'll make uh, the argument for a couple other guys. Uh, preseason, I said it'd be Da, and preseason, I said it would be Giannis. Um, you guys both picked, or everybody. Or I got two bridges and a uh, and a Da. I'll go with CP3. And this is purely based off of advanced statistics. If you look at Mikhail Bridges, he had a 110 defensive rating on 4,800 possessions. CP3 had a 108.8 defensive rating on 4,539 possessions. So uh, did have less possessions than Bridges overall, but did have a better defensive rating. Uh, As far as... uh, I mean, Gobert, if you look at the advanced metrics, the reason Gobert wins this is, is his advanced metrics are stupid. They're, like, stupid. 
Like Ben Simmons, 106 defensive rating on nearly 4,000 possessions. Gobert has a defensive rating of 100.9. Like he is far and away the best in the league with the defensive rating advanced metric. So I get why they choose him. I'll choose him just because you guys, you know, I got a DNP and two Ben Simmons and I was going to pick Ben Simmons. So I'll do it just for the sake of argument of doing uh, somebody different. But, you know, Ben Simmons is somebody who he just matches up. He matches up so well against so many different players and he's very versatile. Uh, I know that offensively Philadelphia 76ers fans can't stand him because he's very one dimensional, but you know, his defense is a reason why he is somebody who is a valued asset and, and Matthew would love to have wearing a Jersey here in Phoenix one day. So, uh, but I'll go CP three and Gobert, and you guys can hate me for it. No, I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 hey, no, your, your, your Dodgers fandom offends me far more than that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. I know we won last night. Are we going to win again tonight? It doesn't matter. The Dimebacks are completely decimated right now. I have like five, I have five Dimebacks on like my fantasy team. What a fucking idiot I am. The surprise the fuck out of you award. Here's Johnny. For the guy who surprised the fuck out of you. The show is definitely rated R, and for that, I'm sorry. Uh, so the guy who surprised the fuck out of you award. Okay, let's uh, let's start with Justin. Who surprised the fuck out of you this year on the Suns and in the league? Um, Can I pass and have Paul start? I literally have no idea how to answer this question. <laughs> All right, um, Paul. You let Paul go. We'll, we'll let you go last. We'll let you think about I, it. I read the instructions, but I didn't prepare. Nah, <laughs> like, no. All right. no one read it. It's fine. We understand. So <laughs> I, I, I struggle with this one for um, – it's kind of twofold. So usually like in a surprise the fuck out of you award, because we're just going to say surprise the fuck as many times as we possibly can. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> fuck um, yeah, we are. It's like somebody who you didn't expect a lot from and really um, – showed out and so on the suns i'd probably have to say tory craig because i mean we got the dude for cash you know yeah. there was like i i didn't know who he was as a player period when he showed up to the suns um and then he's become such an integral part of who we are so this would be like the equivalent of the ca- campaign would have won this in the bubble 100 percent. yep yep you know so like from that standpoint tory craig but the other one who I'm going to take, and I'm hopefully I'm not stealing anybody's thunder on this, but I'm going to say Chris Paul. Okay, for the league? No, for the Suns. Oh, for the Suns, okay. That's what I was debating with. Because, because honestly, like, preseason, when, like, the talk of Chris Paul being traded to the Suns went on, like, it's a hell of a contract on a guy who's 35 going on 36 and is going to start declining. And I was a... you know, the big fear that everybody had with that is like, you're taking on a lot of money for, you know, a guy who he could crash and burn. And he did the opposite of that. I mean, I was, I was, I was hoping for like medium Chris Paul and we got all-star Chris Paul. So mm-hmm. like can the you fact guys that he's fine? still producing at an all-star level at 35 years old, surprised the fuck out of me. Okay. Okay. What and about now- league wide? But for the NBA, for the NBA, for the, Bruce Brown, again, I had no idea who he was, and he became <laughs> a crucial part of that Nets team. Well, good call, good yeah. call. Like both of those, I'm actually going to go the other way. I'm going to go with guys who surprised me because either they are not performing to my expectations, 
or they're getting way too much credit for shit that I don't think they should. Wow. So, what yeah. a twist. I, I know it's a twist <laughs> because preseason, time, preseason, I gave it to Galloway for the Suns because I thought he would surprise us after we had that interview with uh, the member of uh, the SB Nation uh, Detroit Pistons site. Yeah. And the way that he described Galloway and who he was and how he affected the, the Pistons locker room, I thought he was primed to surprise the fuck out of us. And then I thought LaMelo would be the guy who would do it uh, for the for the league. So I'm actually going to give it to Dario. And it's not for the right reasons. It's for his fall off. It's for his uh, ability to play a integral role in the bubble team and just not live up to my expectations for him this season. Surprised the fuck out of me. I really thought that he's somebody who accepted his role, and I knew he's not the most athletic guy. I know he's not somebody who uh, you know, is going to go out there and just dominate the, the opposition, but he's somebody who had a good technical, uh, fundamental skill set that I thought would translate to the season, and it, you know, for, for a while there... It, it did translate, and then it just it fell off. So it surprised the fuck out of me that literally the moment we made the Dario Sarge smoke break segment on the podcast, his play went to shit. Your fault. It is. I honestly it think is. it is. I, I wrote a piece for Brightside about how he was going to be the sixth man of the year. He played like shit there. So um, as for the <laughs> – as for the, It could have uh, gone any worse. It really couldn't have. It really <laughs> couldn't have. And uh, we said we wouldn't play that segment until, like, the time is right again. Um as for the league, I'm going to give it to Anthony Edwards. And it's because everybody is just like so on this guy's jock for being such an amazing scorer, for being somebody who uh, potentially challenged LaMelo for the Rookie of the Year uh, award. And I just, I don't think that he's, you know, he's been given an opportunity. He shoots as a starter 17.9 shots attempt per game and averages 21.3 points. So like 18 shots, 21 points. He's very, very inefficient. And I knew he'd get a chance to play and to score, but I'm surprised that some consider him a rookie of the year candidate. And that's what surprises me. I mean, don't get me wrong. The kid can score, but when you let him shoot as much as you can, I just, I don't, I, I, I don't understand the obsession with him. You know, if we gave Mikhail Bridges, you know, 20 shots a game, yeah, he'd probably average 25 points a game. I just, you know, it's kind of that inflation, if you will. So that, mm -hmm. those are my surprise the fuck out of you award winners. Matthew. My next, well, you are. I think Lamelo wrapped that award up. I think even when he was hurt, they're still going to so. give it to him. No, he's he got it. And um, league wide, I'm just going to go Russell Westbrook. He's actually playing right now. I the way he turned around this season. I know the the Washington Wizards, their record isn't that great, but he got them into the playoffs with Bradley Beal. He surprised me because when we talked about him and Chris Paul, the difference is what they brought their team. Westbrook was going the other way, but there's a lot more stuff behind the scenes that was going on. Then it got adjusted. He's actually healthier now, and I feel like the team, they're losing by 10 right now, but the team itself in Washington, like the Hornets, are kind of back in a way. So he earns that from me. For the Suns, I'm going to go. Torrey Craig is really great. Actually, I had someone else in mind, but Torrey Craig is absolutely the guy because every time we talk about him on the pod, we actually talk about how we just thought we we're going to get a defensive guy, and he's just more than that. He's the guy that comes in and hits big shots for us, Jay, Jay Crowder-esque a little bit, and it's fantastic to have him on the team. I feel like if we didn't have him, it would be like, what What are we going to do in the playoffs with him not on our team? You know what I mean? He's that valuable mm -hmm. right now. So those are my two gentlemen for the awards. So congratulations, guys. All right. <laughs> who are you going to think first? All right, Justin, now <laughs> you've had a watchers. chance to hear us. Who, who, who do you think? So yeah, I immediately like right after I said I don't know, I immediately thought Tory Craig and Paul said Tory Craig and then anyway, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm going to go 
kind of the route that you went, John, and I'm going to kind of go the, this surprised me, but in a negative way, I don't say Jalen Smith. Now, okay. Ooh, I, like I, this. I get that the pick was a surprise, but hey, James Jones does James Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Cam Johnson, that pick was a surprise, but obviously he's become a really big part of the team and played a big role his, his first year. I would have expected, and I'll be, I, I know that there's depth on this team. I mean, on our pod, I, I've, I've harped on it all four episodes this season, um, that that's the strength of this team is, is the depth. And particularly in this weird year, uh, you're going to really need that. So understanding that, but still seeing a guy who was picked where he was, not getting any playing time, significant playing time really until here, you know, last game of the season, uh, was a surprise either way. Even if it's just a few minutes here and there, kind of being a towards the end of the bench guy, you would expect that. But at the same time, you have to believe that there was a conversation between James Jones and Monty Williams before that happened, and they they knew what kind of role he was going to be playing throughout the year. But, again, I would have expected that role would have been a, a little more involved than than what we've seen. As far as the NBA goes, I'll just stick with him too. Or, hey, no, you know what? How about this? <laughs> You went saying, you know, somebody who gets too much credit for what they do. Um, I'll go with, I'll go, I'm just going to say 77, leave it at that. I'll just throw <laughs> it. I do like that. I, that, that. That is a good call. But what, what's great about this year is I think the love affair is starting to mm-hmm. wear a little bit thin. Yeah, and it's nice yeah. to see because from afar, mm-hmm. we've all been like, dude, why? Like, you know, you sit there and, and you give Russell Westbrook shit for his triple doubles and you say that they're kind of empty. I mean, look at the way that this guy plays. And no, I completely agree with that. Uh, back to Jalen Smith real quick. I brought this up on our last podcast. And this is this is going to be categorized under the way too soon to discuss when I'm going to bring it up anyways type of thing. Uh, based off of one good performance from Jalen Smith when he got the one start of the season. Do you think that the Suns could potentially part ways with Dario Sarge and his contract next year and pave way for Jalen Smith to garner his minutes? Whew. Anything's possible. Yes, anything is possible. No, I, <laughs> yes. you know, I, I could see that. It's going to depend on where things are going during the season, right? Because you think about Dario's contract and how Dario is playing, frankly, because you get early season Dario, then no, I don't think you do anything. That's 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 great Dario right there, right? Yeah. If you get more of what what you've been seeing recently, well, you're not going to have a whole lot of value there, et cetera, et cetera. But if you kind of just get the average run of the mill Dario that I guess maybe that average is out to, uh, and it's going to be a valuable contract, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe we can move them. But at the same time, if the team's competing, you're not going to want to be changing things up. So if we're talking, you're, or, or are you talking maybe post season or Absolutely. no? Yeah. I'm saying this upcoming, <laughs> off, this, com- this upcoming off season. Off season I don't know he, about this. Off yeah. Season. I think that's a little okay. quick. Yeah. Okay. Maybe trade deadline. Cause like particularly, cause you know, we want to see Smith on the court and what he can do and, you know, give him a full off season, give him a summer league fingers crossed, you know, want to be in Vegas at some point this summer for that. Maybe yes. in like September, or whenever it starts, <laughs> whenever they're going to have it. But, um, you know, between that, getting him in, like fully into the system and, you know, he had COVID, he was injured, you know, he had a really, he had no off season. It was just a really rough start for him. So that's how he fell out of the rotation. Just wasn't able to get back into it. Um, so if he can, if he can get back into it, I could see maybe a trade deadline move, but at the same time, I mean, we're going to spend so much money this off season, you know, we may need to free up a little bit of cash. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, we already have a thin front line as it is. So yeah, Jalen Smith, I mean, has a little bit more athleticism, has a smoother shot. We saw that he could play a little bit of defense. And I think that's where the great opportunity lies for Jalen Smith. We know that his offense is going to have the ability to translate in the NBA. It's him learning how to play and adjust to NBA level defense. And again, as you, as you mentioned, Paul, we need to see him play in summer league. We need to allow him a full training camp, a full, uh, uh, preseason. And yeah, maybe, maybe mid season is the, the, the opportunity to move Dario based on his performance. Uh, but, you know, if Dario has a halfway decent playoff run here, he, we could strike at his most valuable and get and garner a potential asset back, maybe a couple picks. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is here, but I just thought oh, yeah. about it. You know, I think that – I think Jalen Smith – I'm not a could, GM for a reason. Yeah, amen. I, 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 you're sitting in the you're dark in the for dark. a reason. You can't even afford <laughs> light. It darker and darker. I know. It's like the sun <laughs> – I know what time it is because the sun's setting because it's just darker. Around you're like running off. your computer on a generator or something. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, so I think actually I didn't like want playoff, to shock everybody by turning the lights on. <laughs> no, nah, just leave it the way it is. You're fine. Playoff, we can be like playoff P, you know, uh, Chris, uh, Paul George. You know, well, if we lose the series, we don't win the championship this year. We'll just be like, we'll bring it back next year, and then everyone leaves. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, like he did. I'm out of here, dude. You didn't want to win this year. <laughs> just thought it'd be an interesting conversation. But uh, Matthew, just so you know, preseason surprised the fuck out of you award for the league. You gave it to Marvin Bagley. Wow. So, so, you know, honestly, honestly, I might go with that one a little bit because I mean, I still like oh, wait, was it like the negative like way, though? No, if he, if he wanted to that, that, that was surprising. Is. How bad it went is very surprising. <laughs> there you he go. even got his dad involved. In, yeah, who, who knows who else? <laughs> he, oh. he went back home. He's not even with the team rehabbing. Yeah. He's rehabbing back here in Phoenix. Yeah, Jeez, dude. What I a love mess. him on the Suns. What a mess. All right, we have four more awards to get to. So here we go. The Uncle Jesse Katsopoulos Award for the guy with the best hair. Have mercy. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect, right, Matthew? Have mercy. Uncle Jesse Katsopoulos for the guy with the best hair. Uh, I think we start with Paul on this one because Justin deferred last time. (laughs) Um, So, Paul, who do you got? Should I defer back? You could if you want. You totally could. <laughs> I think I'll do that. Oh, bam. Justin, balls in your court. Double Smash that LeBroy. Oh, no. <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I would go, I would go Cam Johnson for the Suns. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a little too, too, too straightforward and easy. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say book. He nice. just always, his hair just looks fresh all the time. Mm-hmm. And he definitely I'm, has a barber on uh, on payroll. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> right. No, always fresh. And look, if your hair is good enough for Kendall Jenner, I am I'm not going to say it's not the not the best on that team, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about the line no longer existing? Because he used to have the double line, and then he had just had the swoop line. Now there's no line. He's so like grown out of it. Now. Yeah, I, I hate the line. I, stuff. I, I I like it. I do. I do. It's it's almost like remember that 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 little book cartoon right it was at a commercial a night yes. commercial or whatever yeah. and it like had the two lines, like, lines? It, yeah well that's like it's like a little kid thing so as he gets older the lines go away so now once he hit yeah. what 23 or whatever he is he's two? like 25 20, um is he that old now? Uh, i just assume, yeah. i assume everybody stays in their in their early 20s at this point i just keep getting older <laughs> I, um, I think the same exact thing <laughs> see but but now now that he's he's all grown up all those lines are gone 
So he's, yeah. he's 24 years old and 200 days as of today. There you go. There you Interesting. go. And for the league, NBA. Um, how about how about how about is, is Lonnie Walker's hair still all wild and crazy? No, if no, he, go with that. no he got rid of that. I was gonna say yeah. I I don't remember seeing it the other day. I feel like I would yeah. notice that. Um, I've, I have nobody. <laughs> Let's go. How about this, Alex Caruso? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. He finally shaved, he finally shaved it off. So he finally Alex Caruso, it. thank you. Yes. I remember exactly. the moment I first accepted my baldness, and it was it was <laughs> I was 19. So it was really I joined the army. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to a profession where everybody's bald and they yeah, make you yeah. bald. So, oh, man. So maybe that's you what he did. Okay, well let's uh let's go back to Paul now. You ready, Paul? Uh I am ready. I am ready. I am going with Tyshawn Alexander. <laughs> He's looking at his name. Nice. No, I, I, I almost forgot his last. I wanted to confirm that I had his last name right. I, I had it right I love down. this, dude. I love this. I really do. That's hilarious. <clears throat> Tyshawn so Alexander. I mean, because. You know, yeah, like you said, Cam's kind of the obvious choice because he's really the only guy on the team that has hair except for Tyshawn Alexander. And I think his looks a little more fresh. It does. No love for Jay Crowder, huh? He's got some solid dreads. I've got I've got Jay lined I've got Jay lined up somewhere else. Don't you worry. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think I think a lot of us do. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. Well, uh, what about uh league wide? Um I'm I'm going with uh, D'Angelo Russell because I haven't known what what he's been doing with his understood what he's been doing with his hair for like four years. I just don't understand it. I get it. I get it. I don't get what he's doing, but I get where you're coming. I don't from. know. He he tried to sit on a chair, right? And he hurt himself or something during <laughs> mid game. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a highlight of it. It's pretty nasty. So yeah, is it somebody like did somebody like oh, pull it out in the, in the chat? Jared. <laughs> How did I forget Jared Allen? Jared Allen yes. is best yeah. hair in the league. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my pick. That's my You're pick. And I, I pick him and I pick Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder, if he wouldn't be anything, if he didn't have those cornrows, dude, he wouldn't be a person. He wouldn't even have a job. So like Samson, <laughs> they're dreads, well, my guy. Preseason, Matthew said Cam Johnson, and league wide, he said Kelly Oubre. Fanboy. Yeah, I, I said he was going to change his hair like five times. Yeah, I think he changed it twice. He had two different <laughs> hairstyles this year, but Jared Iverson, Allen. Iverson Vlog says, how about Evan Fournier? Yeah, he's a, he's a close Caruso. He's he's, yeah. he's really holding on yeah. to that front line. Don't um, Google. Don't Google. Yeah. Don't Google. All right, I've got Dario for the team. Uh, just because Ooh, that's like, facial hair in there too. That's hair too. Okay. Uh, no, uh, no. His whole, it comes, his whole it goes, it's ugly. Is, his whole thing is ugly. Cross yes, the board. I love it. And I absolutely <laughs> love it. Like that's why we have a segment called the Sarge smoke break. Cause he looks like a guy who hangs outside of circle K smoking refry cigarettes that people have already put out. You know, he's just got like the scraggly <laughs> beard and like his hair is like kind of in his face. Yeah. Like, it flops up and down just like he, he flops looks like up and down the court. He looks like a guy Liam Neeson would kill and taken. Yes. Totally. Yeah. I think totally. we said that five times on like the very easily too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've always wondered, yeah. you see the pig, does he like shave here right to here. make it so that there's no hair or does it just naturally no, start I don't think growing like it. here? You can't grow it. That's wild. That is there. some wild 
hair growth pattern. It's right just there. a natural Croatian thing. It, just, it, it honestly, if the right Suns win the championship this year, he'll probably be the next John Wick. He'll play a bad guy for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll be one of the 375 people that Keanu Reeves yep, kills in, in, in John Wick 5 or whatever. He'll put out a cigarette and then shoot him right in the chest. For the <laughs> league, uh, I do kind of parentally give it to Jared Allen, but I decided to go with somebody else this time. I'm giving it to LeBron James's hair plugs. Uh, uh. They hold on for dear life every game. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they complain about their legacy every chance they get. Have you seen how good his hairline oh, wow. looks in Space Jam 2? Oh, it's like probably right? Generated. They spent so, so much CGI on his hair. <laughs> that is crazy, man. <laughs> it looks like how he's 18. How do you do that? You, you're like in a movie and it's animated and you, you go back to real life and you don't have that hair. Like You're not that person. <laughs> Oh, well. See, that's how Tom Cruise feels in every movie. Yeah, that's Tom true, Cruise right? comes back for to real life. And he's like, "Oh, I'm like five four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, on that note, I'm going to switch right. to the to how the next award. These- <laughs> All right, we got three more awards, and this is a three new more. award, Jamsters. This is a brand new award. Uh, we've never done this award. Let's intro it. I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that says "bad motherfucker." The Jules Winfield Bad Motherfucker Award for the guy you'd like most to have with you to fight in a back alley. So this actually comes from one of our podcasts where somebody asked the question, if you were in the back alley, which member of the Phoenix Suns would you like to have on your side if you were in an alley fight? And I thought we'd turn it into the Jules Winfield Bad Motherfucker Award. Jules from Pulp Fiction, Samuel Jackson's character. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's my turn to go first. So I'll start with this one. Um, for the Phoenix Suns, I think it's got to be Jay Crowder. I think Jay yells at chairs when nobody's sitting there after he hits threes. He's a little crazy. Okay, he's big. He's physical. He's a, he's got that junkyard dog mentality. He's got the physicality to back it up. So I'm going to give it to Jay Crowder for the Suns and league wide. I'm going to give it to a guy who played for the Dallas Mavericks and is now with the New Orleans Pelicans. That's James Johnson. The dude's a six foot seven MMA fighter. Like, there's no one in the league I want more on my side than that yeah. dude. If I got to get into an alley fight, because he will put his knee through the skull of somebody. And uh, those are my picks for the yeah. Jules Winfield inaugural Bad Motherfucker Award. Matthew. You win, man. You win. Honestly, I'm gonna go um, for a league wide Udonis Haslam. I know we we heard about him earlier. His two minute exit, but Old man Haslam, he, he came in. He gave it to Dwight Howard and left. That's all. I, I want him. <laughs> In the alleyway, Chris Paul is my son because I know he would talk the person out of whatever's oh. going on. He would talk. See, Matthew wants to issues. defuse the situation. He'd probably sell him some cookies. Yeah, so I'm going Chris Paul in the alleyway. Would you join me, Chris Paul? Hold my hand down this dark alleyway. <laughs> All right, Just, Justin, what do you have? I wow. Um, <laughs> absorb, <laughs> absorb. <laughs> I, first of all, why is it in an alley? That's I. I kind of want to know that. Why? Is that, why because they're going. Fight? There's no more alleys. That's alley. where you fight people. It's an old yeah. person thing, dude. No more alleys. Anyway, oh, speaking oh, of, oh, oh, yeah, who yeah, is co- that? Cops are showing up at Matthew's place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> old people's home right next to um, okay. You get the reverb if it's me and John. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Matthew lives next to an alley. <laughs> there, never mind. Uh, yeah, Jay Crowder for sure. Like. On top of everything you said, that dude has more confidence, I think, than anybody walking this planet. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just look at the way he takes every 
jumper he could possibly you know face it, it's it's phenomenal i love it and that's the kind of swaggy you need if you're gonna go fight somebody in an alley um that's that's for sure um and then if we're going league wide i'll say stephen adams okay because mm, i mean just can you picture somebody actually knocking him out knocking him over no, maybe James Johnson, but maybe. other than that, uh, you know, he, he seems like the kind of guy that, and, and maybe he wouldn't even have to get to that point because think about him just walking down an alley towards you. I wouldn't, I, I would not <clears throat> get in his way. So, no, well, good choice. Those would be my answers. He's also Australian, correct? Or he's New Zealand? Yeah. No, he's, he's New, Zealand. Zealand. New Zealand. I believe. Oh, I okay. thought New Zealand. Do they have boomerangs? Uh, sure. They have hobbits. Right. Yeah, Mark. They have hobbits. They have hobbits. Hobbitses, so he could pick out hobbitses out of his pocket and just start throwing little uh, yes. Sean Astons at people. Yes, <laughs> Sean Astons and uh, Elijah Woods. Yes, Elijah Woods. <laughs> I feel like the only the only thing to take down Stephen Adams would be like a magic carpet. That would be it. Nothing else can take him down. It would just wrap him up and take him down, and then you can take him in the head. Know. Take him out. No, it's no, it's that scene from uh, Captain America: Civil War where you just wrap around his legs, have sp- yeah. <laughs> all over. <laughs> Yeah, he is New Zealand. I don't know if you guys confirmed. But yeah. I did. Yeah. I looked it up okay, on Basketball sorry. Reference prior yeah. to saying that. that was not so, Paul, who do you have? Who Who's going down that back alley, which it looks like you're currently in? I, 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 I am. I'm, I'm, af- I'm afraid he's going to the, – the guy from Scream's going to pop out behind me. I'm just waiting for somebody coming out of the closet, dude. I'm more like, freaked out watching, dude. I know. <laughs> don't, don't look. Don't look. Yeah, so you guys see what I put up with? You see? You see? <laughs> yeah. You see? Is there a reason you guys are audio only for your podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a lot of reasons for audio only. Um, but uh, for the Suns, I am going Jay Crowder. Or not Jay Crowder. I'm sorry. Why do I keep getting these excuses? Javon Carter. Okay, nice. Javon nice. Carter. The Bulldog. He, the Bulldog. But I feel like he'd be like a little Wolverine in a fight. Just like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like he's strong. He's compact. And he just like smack the shit out of you. Oh, wow. <laughs> And regenerate? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and for the for the for the NBA, I mean I mean it's Jimmy Butler. Ooh. I mean Okay. I, I mean the, the guy has the co- the confidence to stand up he's the confidence of Captain America standing up to Thanos by himself. He 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 took the the third string of his team against of his old team, the Minnesota Timberwolves, against the first string and kicked their ass. <laughs> I yeah. he's just and got he the, doesn't care. He doesn't care. Doesn't care, man. Like when he's there, on the court that, with LeBron and AD, like he thinks he's like these are my guys. Like I'm as good as these guys. Like he just he has that confidence. Yeah, he'd probably have the same. He hangs out with Mark Wahlberg, and. He stomped the shit out of somebody. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah they're like good friends. Really? Yeah. How did yeah. that come about? <laughs> I don't know, but he's part of the, he's part of like Mark Wahlberg's like case, actual real entourage crew. Wow. So so he's Johnny. Uh, I haven't watched Entourage in forever. Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Uh, yeah, I know. John- no, that was <laughs> a guy from that was a guy from real what real challenge Johnny. Oh, what was it? How is it? Hold on, I gotta Which, look it up now. How do Utah popped in my head? But I know that's Point Break. 
Johnny Drama. Johnny Drama. Drama. There you go. Johnny yeah. Drama. Yeah. So in real life, he's Johnny Drama. Man, wow. <laughs> no, real life, in real life, Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block is Johnny Drama. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> NKOTV, man. My first concert ever. All right. On that, that note. That says so much about you. <laughs> hey, I have an older sister. You know, she loved Joey McIntyre. All right. Our second to last award. The Beer Crack. Favorite player award. All right, I'm just like talking while you're guzzling, yeah, I'm just guzz, guzzling you're beer on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your favorite player, one who is on the Suns and two in the league, Matthew. It's your turn yeah. to go first. Who gets your beer crack award? Well, it is possible. Um, before the season, I was like, Chris Paul's going to be your favorite player, right, John? At the end of the season, and he is mine right now for sure. He's earned. My respect, which is really hard to earn. He had to do a lot, and he did just enough to make it there. And honestly, for league-wide, I'm going to go LaMelo Ball still. I, I knew you would. <laughs> I just had to stick with the guy. I mean, when he came back, I didn't get to see him a lot. But when they're on, he's a guy I really want to watch. And he's one of the only ones in the NBA where I can watch him and not be pissed off because he plays in the West. You know what I mean? So he's over in the East, which is great. But he he's well deserving of like five awards tonight by me, man. He's walking home like hand with handfuls. <laughs> he's got jammies all over the place. Yeah, he's like, I don't before, know. Before it, the yeah. season began, you said Booker and John Morant. So now you're CP3 and Lamelo. So no matter what, you love point guard play. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I guess I do. I guess I the ball do. the most. There you go. Okay, highest uses rates. So yeah. I'm surprised you don't have 77. All right, uh, who do you got there, Justin? Oh, book man. Book, 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 book it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and obviously, sons and NBA answer. Uh, and you know, I'm a big eight. I'm a big Aiton guy, but there's there's something oh, yeah. about book. Look, book, look, look. He's not a crook. Crook, shook. You, you, you think <laughs> about okay? There's some. <laughs> I'm sitting in a nook. You better you better watch what you say. Or else you're gonna pay. <laughs> I'm trying That's to think. Just what movie? What movie? Happy Gilmore. Buddy. Thank you. I'm looking it for the rest like... of this class. Uh, there's some of it, and there's some over there. <laughs> That's weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's. First of all, we've got b- books drafted by the Suns. He's a Suns guy. He's made it clear that he wants to be a player. That's the face of this this franchise. Um, He's committed to the team. He's committed to the city, and all of that right there is 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 plenty to make him my my favorite player. Uh, you know, across the board. Now, let's add on top of that uh, the fact that you've got this dude that there's just something about him. He's he's fucking cool. There's something really cool yeah. about Book. I'm a 39 year old guy, and I'm sitting there being like, that 24 year old kid is super cool. I would love to hang out with him, <laughs> and. Uh, and and I mean that, and I say that in like a, not in just like a, well, he's an NBA player, it'd be kind of cool to hang out. I'm like, I legitimately think it would be fun and enjoyable to go and hang out and spend a day in the life of Devin Booker. Something about him, he has that, he has that cachet about him. Je ne uh, sais really, quoi? Yeah, je ne sais quoi. Le Croix? Thank you, Paul. Le Croix, <laughs> je ne sais quoi. Uh, he's... he's and and it just there's something gra- that gravitates that causes me to gravitate toward him. And maybe maybe Kendall and I share that kind of affinity. Maybe that's something yeah. that's there. Oh, that 
would put me in a weird category, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to go with book is, is basically the short answer after the long answer. We're all orbiting around his giant cock sandwich. That's what, that's why it's so cool, dude. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, Paul, uh, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> so, um, so for the sons, you know, the, I kind of took this one, uh, just trying to, from the perspective of, I mean, obviously, book and cp3 and like the stars are like you know they're there but it's that guy you latch on to who's like maybe not like the main guy on the team so i'm going campaign love you it. know he's like you know when he i love watching his minutes i love waiting to see him sh- shoot that funky shot where he's standing completely sideways but i know it's going in every time and you know and like watching him like box out a guy who's 700 pounds heavier than him and winning and then just you know racing down the court, I, just super fun to watch. But Agreed. weirdly, in the NBA, it's Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> Not my favorite on my own team, but from a, a national level. No, I get it. I get it. I mean, I, I mean, the other option was Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> Are you serious? No. I was about to say, I'm like, I will kick <laughs> you off this podcast over, so fast. You're gonna turn into a witch soon, Paul. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Um, for me, preseason it was he's getting lower, right? I know he's just. I know he's like he's getting darker and lower over there. So I don't know what is going on down the street. Uh, for me, preseason it was Booker. I have a bad foundation, and and I think I think in all on, and this is tough for me too. I mean, because there's so many different players you love on this team for different reasons. I love DA because I have faith in DA. Uh, so many people forget that he's 22 years old and he's learning. And this guy's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And if we have an opportunity to extend him in this upcoming offseason, you do it. Like, duh. Like, it's not even a question. So what the guys some inconsistent games? Guess what? Everybody in the, M- in the NBA does. And have you watched the Suns for the past 10 years? Like, that's our mantra. It's just he does it less now. Uh so I love him. I love Booker for who he is and what he means to this team. I love CP3 for the leadership he brings. But I'm going to go with Mikhail Bridges because like there's no person that like makes me laugh more. Makes uh, I get excited when he, you know, he does something offensively, when he hits a 3, when he plays defense, when he has a savage block. He he's the complete package and I'm so excited to see who he's going to become as an NBA player because he's the yeah. one person I don't know. Like there's no comp for him. You know, we we say Scottie Pippen, and if that's true, that he could somehow, some way, emulate and become one of the top fifty players of all time, like Scottie Pippen, then it's it's a slam dunk, two point conversion, uh, home run, hat trick, all everything combined uh, for that pick for James Jones and Ryan McDonough, who was part of the uh, uh, the man the general management team at that time. But I absolutely love, and the other thing I love about Mikael Bridges, I love the way his jersey looks. Two five on a Suns jersey just looks really really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, just put no, it out there. Really good. It does. Yeah. It's yeah. it's one of the better ones. Okay? You get one for Christmas for sure, John. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, two point conversion not for Matthew, there, but you're gonna get one for Christmas. I threw a two point conversion in there. Yeah, I was doing a football <laughs> reference. I got everyone in there. I, I got hockey one. in there as well. I said I said hat trick. <laughs> uh, League wide, uh, my preseason pick was Kevin Durant. Um, I did have Lamelo down, but I know that Matthew always picks Lamelo on everything. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick more. with. I'm going to stick with KD, man. I mean, I just I love watching a healthy KD play, the slim reaper, his the way that he attacks the game and yeah. has the has the ability to score so effortlessly and flawlessly. Uh, I hope it's the team. I hope we don't have to play him in the finals. I want to take on the Sixers in the finals because we could whoop dead ass. 
So that's yeah. all I have to say about that. No, it's that. really good. I like that, John. Way to end it. Oh, one more award. Oh, we got one more award, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on to your... The Big Dick Book Award. All right. It's the Big Dick Book Award, a.k.a. the Team and League MVP. The most important award. Whoever walks away with this, you should see what you should see what that award looks like. You walk with a cock. So, who is going first on this one? Too much, man. I'll go first. I'll get it out of the way. So, uh, yeah, Chris Paul for sure, right? I think we all agree. MVP. I mean, he's not going to win. He he went through a run there where he might have won NBA MVP, but it slowed down, of course, because Jokic was just so consistent. Everyone started looking at. Uh, other players like Joel Embiid was out, but then Giannis is brought back up for some reason. Chris Paul for the Suns for sure. And I'm going to go with my original assessment this year was Jokic, right? I picked him to win MVP. You picked him at the year. beginning of the season. And with luck, because Embiid would have won it if he wasn't hurt. He's going to win it this year, Jokic is. So well deserving on that team. He even held it together with Jamal Murray's in- injury. Uh, Aaron Gordon was added to the team, so who knew how, what was going to happen with that? He didn't actually produce that much, but he kept it together, and that team is going to be a real force in the in the playoffs, right? <laughs> even without yeah, we'll, Jamal Murray. We'll see. We'll see. Who do they have? They have Dallas in the first round, right? No, no. Dallas plays. It's the Clippers. Do they? Rematch. Yeah, yeah it's a rematch. Oh wow, interesting! I can't wait. On yeah, Friday, yeah, we'll be doing yeah, our uh, our playoff Portland, preview yeah. uh, show. That's going to be really fun. I can't wait to delve into all that. Uh, Matthew, congratulations on picking Jokic at the beginning of the season. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you son of a bitch! Son of a bitch! I really Ooh, thought of my own. Like, Who did you choose? Was it? I, I chose Anthony Davis at the beginning of the season. Oh, okay. Well, he would. Yeah, health. Yeah, yeah health got him. Uh, Justin, who do you have? Who who are you giving away the Big Dick Book Award to? I mean, I feel like I have to go right behind Matthew and fall in line. Uh, I think Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the obvious answer. I will. Yes. <laughs> um, Chris Paul is the obvious answer for the Suns. I mean, it, we, we all know how important he is to this team and, and uh, how integral he is uh, and what he's done meant to the team this season. And I think he's going to have an impact on them moving forward in the future, even when he's uh, no longer there. I uh, see. See, mm, mm, mm. Paul's over there having a little too much fun in the dark. Dude, it's it's, it's getting it's getting kind of kind of like unsettling, isn't it? It <laughs> is. Um, I'm scared for him down there. And, and then Jokic, man, yeah, you got to go Jokic. And John, I think you said earlier Jokic's game is boring. I don't know that it I is, classify he, it as boring. I, I do. Why don't okay. you? Because, because white people like I'm assists. Because I, I don't, I don't find it boring. <laughs> white people like assists. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like there's nothing that can ever be boring about a guy who looks like he's moving through molasses. I don't know how that's a phrase because I've never actually seen anything move through molasses, but it is. So we'll go with it. I haven't seen a guy who looks like he's moving through molasses yet somehow managed to get past elite athletes on such a regular basis and then put the ball in the hoop with, with such ease. I, it's, it, it, it's mind boggling to me, which is maybe why I don't find it boring because I sit there watching it and trying to understand physically how it actually occurs. So yeah. question, He's Jesus. Do, you, do you find it very Tim Duncan esque? No, because Tim Duncan just, Tim Duncan was boring. <laughs> Sorry. But it, <laughs> but he did exactly what Jokic. No, he didn't. No, he's a different. Kind of player. It's Tim Duncan doesn't player. orchestrate the offense. Yeah, yeah, 
Tim does. Duncan, Tim got Duncan the ball, hit that one three-pointer that like, the ball, broke every son's hoop. heart and destroyed us. But other than that, he never shot the They're ball. They're both efficient. So. Very efficient players. Both efficient. Obviously, Jokic has a much better, almost Larry Bird-esque jump shot and Dirk-esque jump shot. He's got the one-foot fadeaway kind of down, uh, which, again, I just... I don't. Th- he doesn't do anything that wows you. I mean, he's not overly athletic. He looks like Matthew on a court, and I yeah. played against Matthew on a court. He's very slow and boring. I've been called Dirk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I no, call him Jokic. Jokic is like a muppet trying to shoot the ball. That's the closest thing he's to when he shoots. So <laughs> it just looks funny, and I just I, I get what you're saying because he does orchestrate an offense, which is which at times can be beautiful. Uh, but I just don't think that it's sexy in any way, and it's it's kind of boring to watch. I appreciate it. I, I understand. Like when he played the Clippers, the uh, the Nuggets what, what, were playing what, the Clippers a couple weeks ago, and the way that he took over in the fourth quarter, it is impressive to see him do it. But it's almost like what Campaign's been doing. I mentioned this on a couple podcasts ago. Campaign has done this thing recently where he kind of lulls the competition to sleep. He kind of does this hop step, hop go, and then then he but he uses his athleticism to blow by a guy and do a layup whereas Jokic just kind of lulls you to sleep with his back down back down pass out reestablish position get it back down back down then makes the correct decision from there they throw a double he's going to hit the open guy he's going to do the fadeaway one shotter or do a spin move that gets him inside it's not overly impressive to me mm-hmm. i don't know i thought, I, I thought I, you were going to say everything you're saying i disagree them. with so i thought you were going to say he lulls them like actually to sleep and that's how he gets past he, them he rocks so the baby he rocks them <laughs> that's the way sleep. this nba is now i mean these that's players that are big do. they just use their bodies and they find a way to get room and make it better for their teammates and do the most they can to you know i don't even care what are we talking about <laughs> you gave up halfway through his sentence oh man he's like and then he's he went it. to the yeah, I'm over it. all right paul who do you give the big dick book award to I, I mean, I, I said you can't um, go the <laughs> name of the 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 namesake of the award. So um, I was hoping you'd stick with, stick with that. Well, I mean, unless you want to change the name to the Big Penis Paul Award, which we could maybe next year. Yeah, maybe maybe that somehow next year sounds we do. more. Go to the board on that. One. We'll talk oh, hundred percent sounds more offensive. <laughs> Trust me, what some of our jamsters have come up with over the season, you know, Big Cock Crowder. There's been a lot of vulgar genitalia references relative to players' names, and it's It's definitely more Old Testament than New Testament for sure. (laughs) What does that even mean? Oh, God. Oh, breathe. Just breathe. Thank you for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, I really appreciate it. The fact that you made it this far. Uh, we're not even drunk yet. You got John. I'm not going to laugh. What, 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 is Paul done? Paul's got to no, give us, Paul's gonna give us the, uh, his, oh, yeah. his, did you guys, did you guys know NBA. that Paul once on our podcast laughed for six minutes straight? I left it all in there. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I I, cu- I couldn't calm down. It was it was it was ridiculous. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, for the N- for MVP for the NBA, yeah, I mean it's this thing's gonna be a clean sweep. It's Jokic. Yeah, I mean I give, I give it to Jokic too. So that's yeah. everyone here. I wish it was more of a debate. If there these guys were well, according healthy, to Brian Windhurst, it should be. Well, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> Windhurst is also just off his. Well, he didn't play wrong. fifty games. Yeah. Is no, he, he wanted him beat. He thought no, yeah. he's he thought he should be considered more. And it's like he just hasn't played the games. And that's 
unbelievably valuable in a season that's muted. And especially when you give the fact that Jokic played every game or almost every game. I think he did he sit out the last game. I didn't see it. But if he no, didn't, he, he played he every game. And they pulled it. He okay, played every so game. He played in every game. I mean, and he yeah. put up unbelievably advanced metrics numbers, uh, the likes of some we've never seen before. So I, I, I can understand maybe wanting to give it to Joel Embiid, you know, but then it comes down to what's most valuable, okay? Is it the best player in the league? Is the most valuable player to his team in the league? I mean, that debate rages every year. Uh, you know, for the Suns, yeah, CP3 is the most valuable player on this team. Again, to the reason why I gave him the Skeleton Key Award, he unlocked so much on this team simply by his presence. But the best player on the team is Booker, the guy who's been named after this award. So it just kind of depends on what your perception of the award is. Uh, for me, I'm giving it to Booker for a couple of reasons. He's the best player and he's got the biggest dick. So, I mean, that's why the, the award's named after him yep. and that's why he wins it. Uh, and I gave it to Jokic. <laughs> We've gone <laughs> off the rails. It's simple. It's straightforward. <laughs> hey, at least LeBron brought up uh, Steph Curry as being the most valuable player. I mean, yeah, I guess, but come on. Don't do that, LeBron. Jokic has had a hell of a season this year. Bro. Well, but that's LeBron trying again. This is LeBron, though. Uh, this is, again, uh, I've said this before. He's trying to dictate a narrative. It's so LeBron. I think he's if, dumb. He, no, no, he, he it, it's he set himself up. Okay, so if they beat the Warriors, it comes yeah, into his no. narrative. Well, I yeah. played the best player in the league. Yeah, the guy who no, I think's the MVP, a guy who won the MVP in the past. You know, and then on, now I'm the seventh seed. Oh, we're the seventh seed. We were hurt all season. We have to play the Sun. He'll he'll pump up Chris Paul. He'll pump up the Suns. He'll make it sound like we're the toughest competition ever. So if they beat us. It adds to that narrative because he, he all LeBron is focused on right now is two things, making sure that his narrative says I'm the goat and I'm going to feed the stories of that narrative saying I'm injured. I'm injured. And if they win a championship, he's like, look at, I did it on one ankle. Jordan never did it on one ankle. That's one of his goals. And his other goal is to CGI as much hair as he can on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which one's easier? I don't know. So. Voida, you know what? That is such a refreshingly on-point perspective <laughs> of LeBron. Thank it you is. very much for saying. I, I could know, go 100% off all day is. on it. Thank you. It's he. He likes to dictate his own narrative, and he, what he's been trying to do for the past about three weeks. Oh, I'll never be a hundred percent again. I'll never be 100% See, Paul, again. Paul is completely black now. He's actually gone dark <laughs> the over darkness, there. The <laughs> darkness consumed him. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Like, Oh, my God. You know, I'm going to go check on him. He's like, Paul just died on a live stream. Oh, man. Oh, well. So, you know, but again, I, just, I, I think that he dictates his own narrative, and he's trying to tell us that this is the hardest champion. He already told us he's won the, the two hardest championships. So yeah. if he has to be a seven seed and, and have to overcome so much, you know, anyways, so. That's but that's my, why when we beat them, it'll, be, it'll feel that much It's going to be so good if we beat the Lakers. I want the Warriors to win tomorrow night. I think, but gonna, I will I think the Warriors win. Uh, but I definitely, if we get the Lakers, I think we can take them. It is first round. You know, uh, yeah. I've come along, around to the thinking. It's like, listen, get them when they're not cohesive yet, you know, and just stop Caruso. Because if Caruso has a series, I'm going to pull out my beard hair. I'm going to be really freaking pissed. <laughs> I'll take it. All right. So, on that note, we've lost Paul. Um, I think I'm that's still time. here if you can hear me. I don't know. Oh, we can hear you. We can hear you. I can't the hear darkness you. has consumed you. Are you in the bathroom now? Where are you at? <laughs> he's, in the, he, he's officially moved to the upside down. <laughs> so he's, I knew it was going to happen. And this is uh, the new Stranger Things. It starts right now because that's a, they have a new one coming out. So, <laughs> oh, this uh, is amazing. But hey, this, on, the, hey guys, I thought I thought ours was a shit show. This is fantastic. I love it. <laughs> ours is a lot of shit. 
I no, I'm, I'm just saying we just add more because it's well, we just bring the shit show with us. That's all. Exactly. Yeah, that's we right. appreciate. That's why we brought you on. Exactly. And and for the record, for the record, I just want to make this known: I do not <laughs> care who we play, and we will absolutely take the Lakers if it's them. Cool. So, Glad to hear. Oh, also, also, um, one predict. Now we didn't get the one seed right, so that prediction did not come true. But I believe I did dominate uh, your your. Uh, your your listener fantasy basketball league like did I you said win I would year. yeah did you guys oh, just stop paying I, attention yes, i love it yes exactly <laughs> i took a picture I, I logged into espn the other day it says let's see how you finish this year i have the balls last place you see that that's the last <laughs> wow. i went yeah. two and 14 so uh congratulations to justin i assume you won it i didn't check uh what pissed me off is the fact that i built the league out and I didn't do it right. I didn't give us enough reserve spots or IL oh, spots. Why, John? So I was just like, well, all my guys yep. get injured in like the first two weeks. I'm like, fuck it. I'm like, I've got yeah. no place. I'm He's not going to drop. craft a narrative like LeBron. He's uh, learning from the best. I'm not going to drop TJ Warren, you know? So, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but I think on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we've got an hour and a half here. Uh, I think that's it for our jammies. So thank you everybody for uh, joining us for the jammies. Uh, if you're watching along live, kudos to you. I know YouTube is acting kind of funky tonight. And if you're watching on YouTube, you probably didn't get to see the whole show, but you know what? It will be posted. You can watch it. You can laugh. You can cry. Uh, I know we did the whole time. Uh, obviously we're going to be live again on Friday when we talk about our playoff preview. By that time, all of the games will be set. So we'll go live <laughs> after the last potential game on Friday and talk about our playoff predictions. And it looks like it's Sunday, Sunday at the Chupacabra. Matthew, what are you dying about laughing? Oh, it's oh so he's like, he's like, <laughs> in the dark <laughs> giggling. <laughs> You didn't do any homework. None of them did any homework for the pod. <laughs> no, I did the homework. I just read it wrong. It doesn't matter, dude. It, that's, it makes it more either. fun. Yeah, I just took my same answers. Hey, I'm pretty. Hey, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll be at game one if uh, nice. If we nice. need a garage check in again, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. How cool was it to two. see that guy come up and he was like taking pictures of you? That was so cool, dude. That was outstanding. Oh, that was man. that was I super cool. Him. Did you guys follow him on Twitter? Yes. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. And I once said, yeah, uh, but nope. <laughs> Matthew doesn't follow anybody. I thought we're still <laughs> we're still on right now. I thought we were just talking after we were done. Oh just no, no, we're still no. on. No, we don't do that. We don't do those kind of things. Once we're done, we're done. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be at the Chupacabra Tap Room in uh, Mesa for Game One. We'll see what happens after that. But you know, here here we go, baby. The, the jammies are now officially done. Uh, tune in to next season. We have our preseason jammies. Uh, thank you everybody for joining us. Anybody have thank anything you. to say before I get out of here? Wow, dead silence. Okay, <laughs> on that note, give me, give me, give, 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 give me the chip. That's it. Okay, you got the chip. I'll send you a sticker. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it, sons. Uh, on that note, thank you for watching along live with us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. We appreciate it. If you're on the YouTube channel, please hit the thumbs up button. Please hit the subscribe button. And please hit the little bell button that will notify you when we go live. Typically, it's after every game, but you know we do other podcasts like this. So all of a sudden, you want to get a little notification on your phone, let you know we're going live. Boom. Whoop, whoop, there it is. Boom, shakalaka, whoop, there it is. If you want to follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, or the Phoenix Fans app, please do, please do so, at Suns Jam. I'm at Darth Voida. He's? Uh, at Matthew Lissy. Awake. Uh. And, uh, and uh, Fan of the Flames guy, drop it like it's hot. I'm at So Says Jay Paul. 
I'm at Dervish of Whirl. And our pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. Fantastic. Well, again, thank you guys ever so much for coming and joining us for the second annual Jammies. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Looking forward to hopefully all getting together one time in real life and uh, having Matthew break down the Old and New Testament to us. (laughs) (laughs) We appreciate you guys having us on. We'll we'll do that sooner rather than later. Come hang out. Why why, why did you guys take a place down in Mesa? I didn't. It's actually that bad. It's it's a cool place. So Saul has a hookup there, so that's where we're going. It is a nice little place. The problem is it's a little place. So if you're going to come, right. get there early because uh, there's nowhere to park. If you want to sit on someone's lap, get there early. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, Matthew's <laughs> hand. He's going to be like Santa Claus down there. Post-pandemic Santa Claus just inviting all the people onto his Two laps so, for three people. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for this year's Jammy Awards. Thanks for joining us. Yeah.